Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janowski, also known as Victor Crumb, and you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Coming up, so you better get this body started. I'm coming up, I'm coming. So, okay. Did you did, did I remind you of this song? Because I did remember actually. That's why it's you, been sort of knocking wait, 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 around in my was brain. Any, what was the joke there? Was that Harry Potter? Oh, eyes oh was there a Harry Potter thing there? Yeah, I didn't just sing the song. I, I missed it? it. You better get this Barty started. Ah, uh, oh, Barty. Okay, Barty. Crash. So forgetting the shit quality of our recording equipment and our setup for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, the question that I put to both of you, mm. well, I guess it was more of just a statement, um, but I'd be interested to hear from any of the potophiles if they can kind of illuminate what um, Pink is talking about here. She has, a, she has a key line in the song, I think goes straight into the hook after this, mm-hmm. where she says, I can go for miles if you know what I mean. That bit. Yeah, right? do, you want, do you want a bit more of the run-up? She says, I got lots of style, check my gold diamond rings. I can mm-hmm. go for miles if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know what she means. <laughs> Does she mean like she can, at a party, she can just, you know, do an unbelievable 3K time and just wow yeah, the Yeah, because it's not, there's not that many... If it was a guy, I'd be like, okay, he can fuck for ages. Without But coming. that's not like a... Yeah, but that's not really like a a feather in your cap as a woman, is it? Or Ooh, maybe sexist. it is, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's easy. <laughs> no, it's easy for women. They just go and they go and they go and they come and they keep going and they come again and they keep going and well, they're going. They don't maybe stop. this just is, you know, betrays my kind of ignorance, but I've never heard a woman sort of um, come bragging about how. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I've never heard a woman bragging about their ability to not come for ages. So is that what she's talking about? <laughs> well, there? It's, it's ambiguous still, though, Drew, because you're the mathematician on the podcast, but I've mm-hmm. been led to believe that it's speed equals distance over time. That's um, correct. So when Pink says she's go, she goes for miles. That that indicates it's distance. distance, isn't it? So <laughs> yeah. I'm still so none, fuck none for wiser there. Um, yeah, maybe okay. she can fuck over a really long distance. So okay, you know, <laughs> like like on a train or something. Yeah, on a train, maybe a sort of fireman carry situation where she's being hoisted up. Um, the man is hooking her legs uh, under his arm uh, mm, And they're sort of okay. bouncing, 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 bouncing And um, he's carrying her as he's running for miles and If you know what I mean Yeah, okay Kind of qu- Yeah, I don't know what you mean but So, because if it isn't sort of an analogy for something sexual or whatever If, if it is just literal, then that's not much of a brag Because with modern... Transportation, Transportation yeah, Like sure. we can all go for Heaps far yeah, yeah. Quite easily It's nothing to brag about You can get You can go on a plane now I like the idea that she's She's fucking over a vast Expanse of Yeah Surface area um, Because that would be That would be impressive <laughs> That would be impressive. And that yeah, would be relevant To a song every about continent. Partying Um <laughs> That's my favourite party trick Is to fuck over long distances <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Can you do you have any? Do you have the lyrics up reading? Because I, I I messaged you after listening to that song. I can't even really remember why I was listening to that song, um, but I do remember quite a number of sort of horrible horrible lines. Sure. So after that, she's um, <clears throat> she's she, after she's arrived at the party. So Pink um, he's saying get the party started. Uh, I don't know if she's saying. She's saying, I'm coming up, so you better get this party started. So, I don't know if that's like a warning, like, get the party ready for me, or regardless, I'm coming through and I'm bringing a party. Because if she's the party starter... So, she's starter, coming up. She's coming, so coming up. up assuming she's coming up the stairs or something. So, you better up. get this oh, party. It's a rooftop like a party, maybe. Thing. She's coming up. She wants to time oh. it to perfection. Oh. oh. Okay, that actually does make sense. So she's got the munchies. Well, uh, unless yeah, unless she's in the elevator and just wants to I again thought it was literal, not, but she's no. She's fashionably late. Um, right. In order to make right, the appropriate right. entrance. That so could she's also dropped be the, the MD, you know, about 20 minutes ago and she's just on the rise. Metaphorically, potentially literally, but this may be a ground floor party is what you're saying. It, it, this think, might just be literally. I think she's she's referring back to her other song, You're Just Like a Pill. Um, mm. is, you know, uh, Instead of making me better, was. keep making me ill. <laughs> <laughs> While so, your recall is breathtaking. <laughs> something about a pill. Maybe that's a through line in all her songs. Maybe God I'm is a DJ. He's actually playing some chill house beats um, at Sash or something on a Sunday afternoon. You can tell how long it's been since I've uh, gone out. Um, being in my well, she's now. got she's got quite a quite an interesting look to her. She's got she got oh, quite she's a, a short provocateur. Hair. I believe it Sorry, she's a provocateur. Well, that's what I mean. She looks like the kind of person that might indulge in some substances, you know, something something a little bit naughty. That's so. I, it does make sense that that's what a lot of her Jeez lyrics Louise. are about. I actually get a All big right. straight edge vibe from Pink. <clears throat> well, yes, but this is the image she's trying to, you know. She's like CM Punk. I mean, I just looked this up and the album CMP. that this record, that this song came off was Misunderstood, or one word, Misunderstood. Yeah, it's, it's, mis, <laughs> it's Misunderstood. So it's mis, <laughs> U-N-D-A-Z-T-O-O-D. This was in the 2000s when the height of cool was S's were no good. Don't use it. That's the mm. lamest <laughs> thing you could possibly do. Yeah. It's got to be a Z. Very passe. And, and I'm spelling parse P A Z Z E. I mean, Pink didn't even like the letter I. She was so lame to her that she flipped it upside down. It was an ex- exclamation mark. What's She's beneath her? Completely rewriting the alphabet here. Yeah, <laughs> I have to say, misunderstood written out like that. It does look like a kind of Arabic name. Like Muhammad misunderstood yeah, yeah, it does, or something it does. like that. It looks like she's about to now, pick I know me up in five minutes. <laughs> I was I was gonna say I was gonna say um, I didn't mean that in a racist way, but I don't actually know what other way I could possibly yeah, meant that. Not so entirely up to you to decide that. Unfortunately, no. Can you can you give me your Fucked blessing, Nathan, as a little Lebanese boy? Um, yeah. Well, my um, my Arabic's a bit lacking, but what what would the uh, let me refer to my Quran. Um, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Which what is, is the uh, blessing when you accidentally um, say something controversial when describing? I think you just say misunderstood. Mis- That's like Arabic for for a classic misunderstanding. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, no no harm is meant by it. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> all right, back to these lyrics. I feel like there's a lot to. Unpack you could t- we could do a whole episode on this song. And maybe we should. Oh, we okay. got nothing else. She's okay. So everyone's at uh, the, the party. It's the party. Get the party started on a Saturday night. So everyone's mm-hmm. waiting for her to arrive. So they're just everyone's just sort of 
standing around, <coughs> twiddling their thumbs. When will P- Ink get here? Um, we're all getting very bored. Sounds uh, like Pink has a has a bad case of you know main character syndrome. She imagines mm. that the party is literally just a bunch of people sitting around. The music hasn't even started. They're just waiting for her to arrive. Um, and then when she gets there, well, then this party is allowed to proceed to, proceed, to start yes. even. Uh, pumping up the volume, breaking down to the beat, cruising through the west side, checking the scene. Um, <laughs> now, <I> really <laughs> don't know what that means. The uh, but the boulevard is freaking as she's coming the up. Boulevard fast. The freaking. boulevard is freaking. Um, <clears throat> just freaking. Don't know if it's freaking out. Just freaking. She's burning rubber, and you'll be kissing her ass. Uh, so she still, okay. still hasn't got to the party yet, it seems, or she's just driving around at the party. Which I- yeah, it's quite unfair to the guests because she says you can't start the party in earnest until she arrives, and mm. yet most of the song so far has been her kind of fucking around, you know, driving Cruising through, through the various boulevards, burning rubber, pulling doughies, um, getting her ass eaten. Getting her ass yeah. eaten. Yeah. I mean, hey, a, a, a good Saturday night. Oh yes, I get me wrong. But only for, only for pink, really. Like only the only if you've got the in. time to spare, which I don't think she does. Um, well, she's coming up. She's coming up right now. So we better get this party started. Well, it sounds like she's mucking about. Pull up to the bumper. She gets out of the car. And this is her license plate. License plate says Stunner, number one superstar. <laughs> so okay. it's a long what number plate. It's jurisdiction not even- is she in? Because we have six <laughs> characters in Sydney in Australia And she hasn't done Any of those things Where you've like Shortened the Word by getting rid Of all the vowels It's fully written out Stunner number one Superstar um, mm. I don't know how you would Shorten that Surely the number letters. one Instead of the word number Just the word number one <laughs> Is one. obvious win That you can it's take there one. But she's You know um, she's must have a very wide car. Maybe she's coming up in a really in a, in a truck or something. This sounds like a bad party. Can I also say that? I mean, I think we haven't even got I think there during this era. What was this? This would have been like late nineties, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think early two thousands. Early two thousands. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this, like, I remember this era quite distinctly. I think parties were only ever really referred to in a in a sort of vague sense. Like we, everyone loved to party. Mm. Everyone liked to oh, talk had, about yes, how much they loved to party. But it was almost a case of the lady doth protest too much because none of these people <laughs> sound like they'd be very enjoyable at a party. And these parties don't sound very cool. Somebody showing up in their Mercedes Benz, I think she references. Yeah. Um, as you said before, I got lots of style. That's all one word, obviously. Check my gold diamond rings. These aren't things that are you know necessary party supplies in my no. in my experience and it's a lot of just general references to partying there's no actual what actual activities are taking place at the party it's just a general <laughs> yeah. determination to party and but what are we celebrating yeah, that's what i'd the, like what's to the know. occasion bar mitzvah <laughs> <laughs> could be that Bat mitzvah <laughs> other other it could be either variety of mitzvah at this point we're in the, <laughs> completely in the dark read the Form of mitzvah This party is going to take um, uh, that, well, That's pretty much it That seems like plenty <clears throat> That seems like a lot And I'm not sure how much of that was uh, interesting or good <laughs> No <laughs> yeah, I feel like a fair bit of that could be kicked off um, uh, But sorry. hey, always nice to relive Pathetic old hits from 20 years ago Yeah um, so thank God Thank God we start each and every pot in the same way Paying tribute to the songs of yesteryear Such as Get This Party Started by Pink 
Wow, I'm really in the mood for podcasting now. God, I love podcasting. Um, <laughs> what should we start with? Should we even say who who we are and what this is? Paging this After that, I feel like I'd rather be not go into who's who we are. I'm not sure I want my name to this one. This that was what was that? Maybe you can come up with a um, little play on the name Drew, much like Pink. You can maybe you can flip. A couple numbers well, upside Drew's down Drew's already does that Drew does uh, two zeros for the O's Very pink S yeah. Very oh, very, very pink S Yes, I'm the modern day pink And I also like to get this party started When I'm coming up <laughs> What a fucking idiotic thing to say <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading oh. with a Z And this is Nathan <laughs> With a question mark And Together we are the paging Mr. Potter boys every week. We I, page. I quite like I quite like Nathan with a question mark. I want it to be like unclear. <laughs> I think it's got a question mark at the end and the star of David for both the A's. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Always nice to throw in a bit of that racial content. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know if I just interrupted you in the middle of saying it, written, but it is Paging Mr. Potter. It is the podcast where we read one page of Harry Potter every week. It is episode 155 this week, and um, mm. hopefully Mama a bit mia. more regular in terms of our potting now, uh, after a few interrupted weeks. Um, I have to say, I think I might have COVID. I feel quite unwell, so I reckon I reckon it might just be a fucking merry-go-round where you know we finally got through all three of us, and then it's my turn again, and yeah, this start. pod will just never get back on the never get back on the. On that's track. all right. Yeah, that's I all don't right. Care. Um, <coughs> uh, yes, I okay. I have a little addendum to a very old story, Andrew, that I've found some new information on. Okay. Can I listen to this as well, or is this just for Andrew? This is just for me and Andrew. You sit this one out. <laughs> okay, listeners. Let, let not me know when you fellas are done. I'll, I'll set up a breakout room in Skype for you. You can re-enter the main meeting whenever it's convenient. Enjoy. Andrew, do you want to um, tell the Potterfiles what happened? Nathan, might have to bleep out this name. Um, the story about Mister and your brothers. Oh, yes. I think I spoke about this on the pod, right? I think I, I think so, I've yeah. already told yeah. this story on the pod, yeah. Roughly speaking, um, I, I used to be in this guy... Are we going to keep bleeping his name out or should we just call him Filch? Yeah, Filch. Let's Filch. call him Filch. So, my old English teacher, um, who we're calling Mr. Filch for this example, um, he was... Uh, yeah, I think he was my teacher in like year 11 and 12 and he was a very weird old man. I, I have to it's admit, like a- he did have... actually. I, I think maybe we should swap Filch to Ollivander. It was more of an Ollivander vibe. Yeah, he was like an old um, crone from like a <clears throat> Charles Dickens book or something. Yeah, he, but he was very creepy. Creepy, creepy guy. Very odd. Anyway, um, uh, he didn't love me. I called him a cunt once and he <laughs> I got in trouble for that. But anyway, one time, it might have even been this time, I got called to his desk at the end of the, of the, of the lesson and... His the background of his computer, so like his desktop background, was a photo of my two brothers in their speedos, right, at like a school swimming carnival. Just just the, those two in pretty pretty close what year up. Would they have been? So I think I was probably in year twelve, so they were probably in year ten. So I don't know, they would have been sixteen, mm. in the prime of their sort of yeah, oh yep. very and virile. <laughs> Wish I hadn't said that. That's my brother. Imagine uh, that, weirdos who listen to this podcast. <laughs> Two supple young boys. <laughs> At the height of their athletic prowess. Dripping wet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yum yum. <laughs> well, I'm glad we let Nathan stay because. <laughs> Sorry, I actually just popped in to see if you guys need. You got water? <laughs> you good for refreshments? Can I get anyone a tea? Okay, we're cool. All right, I'll I leave you to a it. Cold glass of water. Um. So anyway, yeah. So then I see this photo of him. I didn't think too much of it because I didn't really like. I didn't go to school that much. I didn't. It was very boring. So I thought maybe he was like a swim coach or something i mean i actually was a swimmer so i should have known that he wasn't but i thought i don't know maybe maybe he was involved in some way in the swimming thing anyway so then i didn't think too much of it i got home um that day and said to my brothers oh how do you guys know mr oops, <laughs> oops. <coughs> yeah how do you guys know mr olivander <laughs> and um and they said who's mr olivander and they didn't know him and they'd they'd never had any interaction with him before <laughs> And um, yeah, it was just a picture of them in their in their um, tight little speedos. So, um, so I'm s- I can't so believe there's a, a second part to this awful harrowing story. I remember last time I told that story, we got a lot of messages. Mm. People being like, "Is that story true?" <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's absolutely fucked. Pretty um, upsetting story. Yeah, I told my awful. housemate that as a preface to what I'm about to tell you, and he mm. was just like. I was expecting like cackles of laugh because to me it's so funny. But he's just like so disturbed. He's like, "Oh, that's, oh, that's that's really fucked." Oh, I well, like, I think we've been a little bit desensitized due to just the sheer volume of sexual assault that happened at our school. So you know, yes. it was a private religious school, and I think you know it's not it's not something to laugh at. But you have to say of all of the things that we witnessed or heard about during our schooling, that barely that would no, be tame, <laughs> pretty tame, really. Yeah, really, that's nothing. Well, interesting you say that because I was having, <laughs> I was having Good Lord. lunch with a, an old friend of mine from school who we went to school with. Um, Our school? Yeah. An old mate and his mum. And we also had Mr. Ollivander as an English teacher. And then he told me a story about what used to happen in year seven that I had to, before believing or like getting to amped up about I had to like verify with the other people in the story because it's too unbelievable and I have to say oh, right. I have done that and they have, they have verified um, one of them actually a potophile so a um, a trustworthy source has verified oh, that, yeah. that it's absolutely wow. true hey and can I just say this must be truly truly shocking for you to go to that effort to actually verify <laughs> yeah, the facts yeah, that I you're know. about to say because normally you know you're well known for not doing that, and 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 we we enjoy it quite a lot on this pod. But no, no, my this God, was, um, yeah. So it, it's big. It's big. What he is this something we should be laughing at? Like, is this something which is just going to be really harrowing? And and hey, you be the okay. judge. Okay, okay. I'm um, going to try not to laugh immediately. By what yeah. he used to do on Fridays is he would turn off the lights in the classroom. Then everyone would move their desks in a square formation. So there's basically like a, a big pit in the middle, like a big clear space. Then okay. Mr. Ollivander would nominate two year seven boys oh to God. take off their ties, take off their shirt. So, <laughs> quote, they wouldn't rip them. Then, um. <laughs> then, <laughs> then they would choose which side to stand on the students to nominate who they thought would win the wrestle and then no they would wrestle each other mm. now where's okay 
where did this fit into the Year Seven English syllabus? <laughs> like, because I, I don't actually remember that. I don't remember it. <clears throat> uh, we certainly didn't do it in our class. Uh, don't know I remember about you grammar. Guys. I remember you know learning my clauses. I yep. remember yep. you know Shakespeare. Yep, the learning school some army. Quotes. Yeah, the school army. Remember school that. School remember army. To, you know, marching yeah, yeah, yeah. in formation and such, um, shooting at targets. Within, within English, I don't remember having to wrestle another student with my shirt off in front of a disgusting, <laughs> decrepit old man. Yeah, I, but I, I remember grappling with some difficult texts. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I remember you wrestling a couple of texts into submission, my friend. You were a a formidable English student. <laughs> Verbal um, jujitsu. But no, no <laughs> nothing of this nature. No. Um, and I was shocked. I, and, uh, and let me tell you, his mum was shocked. Um, why didn't you tell mm-hmm. me this happened, for instance? Uh, was a thing that was said. All right. So <clears> is <throat> there what the fuck do I do with a, that an innocent explanation for all this? Like, is there a possible right question. Benefit of the doubt. Because um, it sounds all a little bit... Um, a bit doesn't sound, it sound above right? board to me. doesn't sound <laughs> fully legitimate. And um, <clears throat> Why were the lights off? <laughs> oh, just so they wouldn't disturb the other classes. <laughs> that is the, probably... Yeah, that is a... Um, it would be... I would find it pretty disturbing, to be fair. Um, if I'm across the hall and I'm seeing that. Um, I remember one year in... I had an English... A different... This guy was probably to look at even more pedophilic, I would say. Um, <clears throat> he was a doctor to this one. Um, and I remember one time, this was only in year eight, so we were only like 13, 14. I don't know how old you are in year eight. But, um, you know, so we'd been doing like, I don't know, Animal Farm and all these texts or whatever. And I just remember the last the last week of school uh, that for that year, he just brought in a video and it had no relation to anything we'd been studying whatsoever. It was just one, a video he liked. It was some TV <laughs> show from like the 80s. And it was, it was like 80% nudity. Like most of the show. And it was some comedy. And everyone just sat in the classroom going like, Why are you showing us this? This could not be less appropriate. <laughs> and there was no explanation. I- oh my God. <laughs> Actually, that just reminded me, Andrew. Speaking of like these weird English teachers at our school with their very like esoteric tastes and like weird interests there was one year i had an english teacher who was um he was an expert and it's so fucking lame and of course kids aren't going to respect this but he was an expert in like chaucerian english and so speak for yourself i don't know (laughs) i mean i know you're you're a great fan of the chaucer guy (laughs) you're a huge chaucer guy for everyone else it was kind of uh, you know incredibly sad and hilarious but i remember (laughs) him distinctly one day reading um a chaucer poem it was it's the wife of bath it's like one of the really famous ones i actually do know that one you know what he he did an incredible reading of it like i'm sure he nailed the pronunciation he nailed you know the intonation but to me it sounded like the good way from the wife of bartha was walking down the street like it it really sounded exactly like that and i've never been more humiliated for another person in my life imagine that being your special skill is speaking like a moron and how would they even know that they spoke like that? They didn't have recordings back then. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> you yeah, guys know. are just that's guessing. His best bet. In the 14th century. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably like, 
Ooka tooka mooka tooka. Very Aaron Mullen. Everyone was just a goon. I don't know why he assumed that, but <laughs> it's possible. Uh, 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 yes, yeah. school. Um, Our school yeah, stories just... always have a somber kind of undertone, don't they? Like a darkness <laughs> yeah. to them. It's they only when we, there's something therapeutic about us talking about them because it's only when we talk about them, like mostly just on this pod, that I that you kind of realize how fucked up a lot of it was. Oh yes, yeah. some mm. might say we should have been therapized long ago and and mm. given mm. the counseling we needed. Yeah, rather than using a Harry Potter podcast. However, to that failing that. Dumble, do set up your own Harry Potter podcast if there's some if there's some real <laughs> darkness in your uh, past. Yeah. Oh, um, if you got demons, you better, you better spin up your own podcast. It's very easy, very easy. Um, yeah, and if you can throw in a, a Filch reference or Ollivander or two, um, we find that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just adds reason. a bit of levity. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what's required when. Um, Discussing, um, you know, deep trauma, um, boundaries, uh, the the sort of um, betrayal of trust that <laughs> students have put in their teachers, all these yeah, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. It is best to add just a little bit of levity by referring to said predators as, you know, Professor Quirrell, for example. That might be funny. If maybe you had a, you know, let's say an Indian teacher who sexually assaulted you. You might refer to them as Quirrell. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes <laughs> Okay <clears throat> um, yeah. Time for the page Time for the page Speaking of <laughs> terrible writing um, Harry Potter Could you read this one in Chaucerian <laughs> English for us please read it um, Well it seemed, you seem to have a better grasp But I actually I wasn't trained by a professional <laughs> Oh yeah the Chaucerian great professor academic. McGonagall let's call <laughs> yeah, him yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. But you so know what? You I'm going to still defer one. to your better reading. Oh, <laughs> defer I'm to your better reading. That's an expression. <laughs> God, I love podcasting. <laughs> We're killing it today. Uh, We're really on fire. All right, page okay. 155. Page 155. We are starting a new chapter, fellas. Um, at the end of the last page, it was The Mirror of Erised, which is chapter 12. 12 mm. whole chapters that we've done. I've never heard of this mirror. Know, What's it, it called? It sounds so dumb. The Mirror of Erised. It sort of sounds like something from Lord of the Rings. It, it's quite How are you spelling Erised? Uh, e- uh, what, she, is E-R-I-S-E-D. It? I think that's desire backwards. Oh, and it's so a mirror, so that's smart. Yeah, yeah, that is working. clever. That's clever. Wow. <laughs> What and a mirror. We literally worked it out immediately. <laughs> so, what a fucking pointless literary device. So, what okay. I'll do actually, instead of reading it in Chaucerian English, is I'll just read um, everything backwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that'd be you could better. do like um, in like that Coldplay video where you actually learn oh, the entire that's lyrics. So too. niche. That, that's crazy, though, right? That, that's going to be is, one but of the that is incredibly niche. Yeah, I've no idea. The scientist. Yeah, I think it is the the scientist where the whole yeah. thing is like shot backwards. Like he's walking forwards, but everything's yeah. It's not. It is a great video clip. Check yeah. check it out. Chickity check it out. Chickity check it out. That's how Nathan speaks now. Check it out. Oh fuck! All right. To set the scene, guys, we're in Christmas time. So it's one morning in mid December. Um, mm. And there's so much snow. And <laughs> the Weasley twins have been punished because. Do you want to have a guess what they've been doing? Um, 
what have the Weasley twins some been doing? It's Christmas foolery. time. Christmas themed tomfoolery. Yeah, some sort of shenanigans. Maybe they've been taking some. turds in everyone's Christmas stocking. Ooh, Funny. Good guess. Good guess. They were actually good bewitching gag. snowballs um, to follow Quirrell around, and then they would bounce <laughs> off the back of his turban. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I mean, the optics aren't great. <laughs> no, especially when they keep going ah, la, 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 while they follow him. Although, well, having helping. said that, having said that, right? Okay, that sounds like a hate crime mm. until you remember mm-hmm. that the target of said potential hate crime is actually committing a hate crime ah. by wearing that turban. Yes, yes. he's not actually a Sikh man. We have got to remember this. He's actually wearing that turban to cover his evil deeds. Right. It's a. It's kind of like a. BLM protests that the Weasley twins are engaged in. I think yes. they're allies. Yeah. I suspect they okay. are. Yeah. The um, it's also it's so cold and snowy that um, only a few of the owls manage to battle their way through the stormy sky to deliver mail. So, I mean, I, I, I guess they lost a lot of good owls and a lot of good mail, unfortunately. Um, so yeah. that's a shame. What what year was this written? The, the internet's been the around 90s. for a long time, hasn't it? Yeah, so you could have. Oh, they've got magic. Don't need owls. Don't need to torture these poor owls. <coughs> Make them fly through a blizzard mm. just to send a message. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, we've covered it before, but I mean, yeah, just idiotic. Anyway, um, the oh, it's boring. It's boring. While the the, the there were roaring fires, um. They were pissed off about Snape's classes because he's down in the dungeon and um, it was cold. And um, oh my god! <laughs> no, no, I'm struggling. Really? Here. I'm struggling. Um, we're talking about really. We're talking about the temperature of specific classrooms in the school. Is that what mm-hmm. we're talking about? We covered the we covered the whole ending of that Quidditch match in like three words. But we're getting into the sort of architectural arrangements. <laughs> yeah. the Snape doesn't like it when you. Touch the thermostat. He's a, he's a very frugal <laughs> potions teacher. And then Draco says, I do feel so sorry. That's not a very good Draco. I do. F- <laughs> Whoa. Where's he? Where's he from? I do feel so sorry, said Draco, for all those people who have to stay at Hogwarts for Christmas. <laughs> That's not Draco's voice. Come on. The artful Dodgers suddenly appeared. <laughs> For all those people who have to stay at Hogwarts for Christmas because they're not wanted at home. So, it's a little dig at uh, Harry because Harry has dead parents. Um, And Crabbe and Goyle are chuckling uh, again because of Harry's uh, murdered parents. Um, Harry's trying to ignore them. Um, And then Draco tries another joke. He says, um, a wide-mouthed tree frog would be replacing Harry as Seeker next. Um... Because he swallowed the snitch. Uh, the snitch. I, I didn't. Even, I actually have to admit, I didn't know that was what happened. He swallowed it, did he? Yeah, that's how he caught it. That was the exciting end. Uh, it all happened so quickly. I didn't even. Right. He swallowed it. Yeah. Did not mm. spit. Then he realised that nobody found this funny. Um, and <laughs> Does it actually say that? Yes. Um, well, it's not very funny. It's no. fair. <laughs> Um, so then he just so Malfoy, jealous and angry, had gone back to taunting Harry about having no proper family. It was uh, anyway. Do, do you want me to truncate it? Do you want me to? Yeah, please, God, this feels like it's been going forever. This is yeah, this is bad. 
Um, Harry decides to stay at Hogwarts for Christmas because he doesn't want to go back to Privet Drive. And luckily for Harry, Ron is also staying there because Mr. and Mrs. Weasley, Nathan, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley were going to Romagna to visit Charlie. So they're not around for Christmas. Weasleys are staying. Uh, I repeat, no Weasley family Christmas. Weasley's in Hogwarts. Right. Uh, then Hagrid was there. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm racking my brain. I'm trying to think of something, man. I got. I There's nothing, nothing to say, man. That. There's nothing to say. That's no stimuli. That's nothing at all. Then Hagrid appears, dressed as What's Santa. What's he up to? Uh, <laughs> don't know. One, one, that's the end of the page. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think that might be the worst we've ever done. I hated that page. That's going to be really short. People aren't going to understand. Listening back, why <laughs> we're saying it's taking so forever, <laughs> why it's so painful. It's because I'm getting rid of all of it. That was so boring. I'm not going to put the listeners through that. We want we want listeners, right? We want to keep some yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want some to yeah. listen. So, no, that's none of that staying. Maybe you could put some of that, that fast forward effect on it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. That'll make it annoying and still like retain all the content. So that's a good idea. And thank you so much for doing the edit last week, by the way, Ridden. People seem to that's love okay. your completely disrespectful um, rendition of the last Whoa, post, okay. Well, hey, which hey, you hey, somehow hey, dug hey, out hey, of hey, some hey, dark, hey, dank corner of people the People did internet. love that. I um, found that deep in the depths of the internet, um, it was actually so. I actually am a little bit uh, pissed off that you tried to frame that as an offensive tribute to the Anzacs, that last post um, sort of uh, dubstep rap remix. Um, Sorry, what what would you call it? Well, it was actually by... (laughs) The user's name was um, Australian Patriot and it was the Epic Patriot remix. So, (laughs) it was actually a very powerful... That makes me think it's probably also some kind of white supremacist. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Oh, you should have seen the graphics on the video. They were uh, a lot of symbols, should we say. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of paraphernalia. Yes, a lot of paraphernalia, exactly. Uh, But what a beat. Hey, everyone enjoyed it. So, what does that say about us? What does that say about you? Yeah. Um, I think maybe the less said, the better. But also, I did want to um, follow up on one other thing from last week's pod. And sure. that is our sort of coverage of the upcoming election. Yes. Um, oh, yes. Because oh, last Actually, just quickly before you go inside, because no, you just reminded me, if you don't go mind. Ahead. Just if we're talking about things that happened last week. Mm-hmm. A few people brought this to my attention. Reading you multiple times referred to Nicholas Flamel as Nicholas <laughs> Flamel. <laughs> Nicholas. I think somebody asked, did Reading have two separate strokes? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, I listened back to that and it's it jumps out of you, doesn't it? You can't... It, it hits the ear hard. I like it. It sounds more magical. Nicholas. Can we just call him that from now on? Nicholas we can. Flannel or whatever. Nicholas Flamel, was it? <laughs> Nicholas flannel. <laughs> Nicholas, it's hard to. S- I find that it's really hard to say. Nicholas, yeah. Nicholas. <laughs> Such a common name as well. Should should have that one down pat by twenty nine. If any podophiles are starting new families, please, <laughs> if you want to pay the ultimate tribute to this podcast, name your little one Nicholas. Nicholas. Hey, if he's anything like Nicholas Flamel, he'll go on to be a, a, a real crackpot. Well, he'll <laughs> give us all. 
outlive us all, as you said. Oh, I suppose he would likely to anyway. Um, okay. Anyway. All pointless. Sorry, back to your thing. Back to your Oh, thing. yeah, election coverage. So, last week we talked about a um, fraudster, <laughs> complete liar called uh, Alison She's Gluck, a huckster. A huckster, a real charlatan, um, mm. who is a, a liberal candidate in the upcoming election. Um, who just completely lied and, and credited herself with the work of uh, a, a conservationist with a similar sounding name. Um, well, I'm proud to announce that I've found another candidate that we can all get behind or really rally behind in this year's election. <laughs> and it's, it's another LMP candidate. So this is, I'd like to give a big um, shout out and obviously our full endorsement to Virosh Pereira. Um, no... Uh, Relation to Potiphar James Pereira? Probably. I, I haven't or, checked that. Or <laughs> Professor Quirrell. Or Professor said. Quirrell. <laughs> and he's a liberal candidate for a seat in Melbourne called Scullin. So no relation to Potiphar Rick Scullin. Um, <laughs> Scullin Bones. Three people will get that. <laughs> anyway, uh, he describes himself as an influencer in the political arena. So a real piece of work just um, straight off the bat. Um, well, he's been in the spotlight over his uh, real estate website. So, he runs this um, this company. Uh, he's got a, a website where he purports to be a real estate agent. However, there's no record of him on the um, consumer affairs register that he actually holds a real estate license. So, anyway, so he's got this real estate I mean, website. That's a, that's a feather in his cap. <laughs> it might be. aspiring... Like, he's not even a real estate agent. He's an aspiring real estate agent. Wow, imagine that. That's like being like, I'm not even vermin. I'm not even <laughs> a turd. I'm le- I aspire to one day be a rat or a weasel. <clears throat> imagine Although, that. And so, the Nine News, which I'm, I'm kind of reading their report, it says, well, it's not entirely clear what his company does or what his role is. <laughs> Some real estate website. There's no record of him. Um, being a registered agent. So anyway, under the meet our team section, it lists four employees. So it seems himself, mm-hmm. someone else with the same surname who looks <laughs> exactly like him. And then <laughs> the interesting thing is there's two other photos which are completely different size and resolution to the others. <laughs> one is Virginia Holland, real estate agent, and one's Donald Douglas, marketing strategist. <laughs> Donald Douglas. That sounds like him. Donald Douglas, indeed. Donald and Douglas. If, if you're thinking that sounds like a maybe a made-up name, mm-hmm. um, you could probably be forgiven for that because the interesting thing is, as well as being real estate industry professionals, they must also be models or something because the images on the website were taken from stock image website Shutterstock, <laughs> where Virginia is um, also described as portrait of elegantly dressed young gorgeous brunette woman (laughs) and Donald is described as happy smiling cheerful guy with crossed hands on grey background (laughs) so his company his real estate company doesn't exist it's completely made up he's not an agent none of these people are real and the fraudulent website had to be taken down because it breaches like Victorian statutes, and he's still running. You I just had a look. I've just looked him up. The first result is his LinkedIn: Virosh Pereira, multicultural brand ambassador, spelled A M B A S D O R. Well, maybe it's like um misunderstood. 
<laughs> yeah, perhaps it is. Well, I look a fool now to have laughed at that. Ambassador. <laughs> but that's that's the second complete fraud in two weeks that is running for a you know a, a seat in the upcoming election. Well, it sounds like he's got all of the sort of required skills to be one of the great politicians of our time. So I don't see why he you know doesn't deserve the vote of the people of was it Scullin? <laughs> yeah, the good people of Scullin. The, the good, good people, people of Scullin Crossbones. They deserve a, a candidate like uh, Virish Pereira. And so yeah. Um, if you're if you're in Melbourne, please show some support for him. Oh um, yeah, go door knocking for Virosh Pereira would be another Dumbledore for the week. Wow, I'm just having a look at his as his at his LinkedIn. So he was a, he was a sales associate at Telstra between the years of 2000 and 2002. Then a little bit of a gap in his CV until 2014 when he became a multicultural <laughs> brand ambassador for AFL Victoria. That's crazy. It's a big gap. It's a big gap. That's a big gap, man. That's like... Well, maybe he was so successful as a sales associate at Telstra for two years and eight months that he was able to live off that for the next 12, for 12 years. years. Wow. Well, is this a new segment, this whole, um, you know, politicking thing? I, I mean, hopefully. I'd love to try and uncover, you know... Um, Frauds and liars, you know, one a week until the election. That would be great. This um, is the official PMP sort of election coverage. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's an important part of our pod. Like, what's our what's our whole pod's kind of mandate? Yes, read one page of Harry Potter each mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. But I also mm-hmm. think it's to expose corruption wherever we find it. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. I think that's a big part of it. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what we Love should it. do. Um, Anyone got a quick idea for a name or should we just not do that and just just keep saying this is the bit of the episode where we talk about politics? Um, um, but, uh, poli- Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid. 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 Election. Hagrid election. Hagrid election. We did it. Hagrid election. Welcome to Hagrid election. Oh, I love podcasting. Did I mention that? Did I mention that I love a good podcast? Oh, saying I love our new segment of Hagrid election. So Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't wait for next next week's. Oh, it's a, it's as good as done now, lecture. isn't it, Andrew? It's as good as dead. That idea. Um, okay, well, let's do something that everyone can enjoy: Orders of Phoenix. Oh. <laughs> Poor Andrew. Andrew. I feel having the worst time. This is awful. You've got something um, much worse than COVID, my friend. You've got you've yeah. got podcast fatigue. <laughs> it gets fucking yeah. hard. Um. All right. Let's rate this page, though. It was fucking oh, it's awful. Very this bad. Was, this really might be bad. the worst. Yeah, really like, bad. I really think this is like a one or two. Yeah, to the point where it might not make the final cut. That's pretty <laughs> fucking bad. Um, <laughs> should we give it a give it a one? Yeah, I reckon it's a one. This was fucking Scaling. awful. I feel awful. Most of what we spoke about outside of the page wasn't even good. So I think really this this is awful on all fronts. 
One. Sounds good to me. Um, word of the week. Dobby, Dobby ate some wasabi. Neville, Neville worships the devil. I don't care about anyone but Snape. Word of the week, dude. Three, two, one. Hagrid Ambassador. <laughs> Hagrid Lection's my favourite word now. <laughs> Hagrid Lection. You are definitely delirious. <laughs> it's so kind of flu. Um... <laughs> Name for the page. Fuck. You're oh. <laughs> <laughs> so upset. Um, um, what do we talk about? Misunderstood. Harry Potter and the... How she can fuck for long distances. Harry Potter and the... <clears throat> Harry Potter and the... Harry Potter and the... Harry Potter and the... And the ambassador... <laughs> the misunderstood ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Harry Potter and the misunderstood ambassador. <laughs> hey, what was our Dumble do? We had one. Oh, I think fuck. Um. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Dumble do. Um, come up with a. Uh, no, Dumble do. Start your own therapy pod if you've got something oh, weighing on your right. mind. You've don't go see a, tra- a clinically trained psychologist. I we talked about that awful sexual assault. Oh yeah, big time, school. Andrew. Big time. We made light of it. Dumbledore, create your own therapy pod. It's the best way to deal with whatever's eating you. Um, We're making light of it as a defense mechanism. Let's just be clear about that. This is not. It's not funny. It's a Dumbledore defense. It's mechanism. Just a wrestle. Yeah. To be fair, people do mm. that on stage for millions of fans. Is it so weird that? An English teacher asks Year Sevens to do it in the dark with their shirt off. Is that yeah? So when John strange. Cena made all that money and is now in Hollywood movies, is it so crazy for an English <laughs> teacher to want to get them, you know, a little bit ahead of the game, give them a exactly. head start in life? So you know, start wrestling now. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is <laughs> unambiguous. No, yes, it, it, it really okay, is. Okay. It's very just not as, okay. Just as bad. Um, Dumbledore, Dumbledore, don't. Go to your English class this week. You're like, double <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't study it. it. Like, best don't case, you get pretty good at the language you already speak, probably. That's true. Worst case, well, I think we've laid out the worst case on, <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> at great length. I actually did. One thing I will say in defense of um, whatever his name was, what are we calling him? Mr. Olivander, Filch or whatever. Yeah. Yep, oh, yep, Olivander, yep. yeah. Um, I actually did have a fairly good relationship with him in year 12 because I hated, I really hated school so much. And he hated me being in his class because I was very disruptive. So with after like one term, we just had a gentleman's agreement where I said, <laughs> I'm not going to come anymore and you're going to mark me off. And he just did it. <laughs> so he's, I never went and he just signed me off and I didn't have to go. He was never big on the rules, that guy, agreement. was he? <laughs> That's yeah. so good. So he wasn't all bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was still like a, a secrecy pact, but this time <laughs> there were no victims. Um anyway, thank you so much for listening. I'm so so sorry. I'm just yeah, so I'm sorry. sorry about this one. Um But oh f- make sure you follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> funny See funny ya, stuff suckers. goes on, on that old Instagram. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>